In this episode, I'm going to do a niche drill down where I'm going to show you a website right now that's getting over 470,000 visitors to their website every single month and they are making money. And I'm going to show you exactly how they're getting the traffic and then from there, how they are monetizing that traffic in this episode. So if you're interested in learning and also seeing exactly how this is done, stick around because that's what we're going to cover in this episode. Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 812. And like I said, we are going to dive into a niche here. So this way here, you can see exactly how they're getting traffic, but also how they're monetizing that traffic. And the one thing that I want to say here is we want to validate our market. And the best way to do it is find someone that's already done it that's competition, but see exactly how they've done it and if it's something we feel that we could compete with, not necessarily with them. Because what we're looking at is the overall potential and is there enough room in there for us to get a little piece of that pie? That's really what we're looking for here. So in this episode, I'm going to actually go into my computer screen. So again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're only hearing the audio, you're going to want to go over and check out the video after the fact. So this way here, you can actually see what I'm looking at, but I'm going to describe it here in audio so you can still listen and get value from this because it's really about the numbers and the data. But if you want to see and look over my shoulder, you're going to want to go to the show notes, which can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 812. And uh, I'll have that video embedded there or on YouTube. All right. So it'll be there for you. Now, before we do jump in, you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know, I'm big on building a brand and all of those different parts, those different assets that make up a brand. And that's why I wanted to break this down. But also, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this, it's airing on April 6th. Today is the day that we're reopening Brand Creators Academy. So we only open it up about three to four times per year for about five days each. And we do this so this way here, we can then focus all of our time and efforts on helping our brand creators. So if you're interested or you've been waiting, here's your little reminder that Brand Creators Academy is now open for enrollment. And that is where we go through this whole process with you. And you also get to learn along other people that are either a little bit further down the, down the road or starting right where you are as well. But we're building brands in there and you're able to see exactly how we find the market, but then also how we build it out. And there's two brands right now that we're really starting to build some momentum with following this same, the same process. The one I'm going to go through with you here that this person did, it's very, very similar. All right. So brandcreators.com. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can still go there. There will be some free resources there for you as well, but this will be help, helpful regardless because this is the process. All right. So let me dig in. I'm going to go ahead and jump into my computer screen now. If you're listening, don't worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and, and try to uh, you know detail everything out uh, just by voice, all right? So the first thing that I want to bring up is in the last episode, I talked about non-hobby niches, okay? Because people were like, 
Scott, can you really create a brand if it's not in a hobby? And the answer is yes. And I gave five examples. Again, if you want to listen to that episode, go back to 811. Uh, But um, the one that I also brought up that I wanted to dig into deeper was the swimming pool market. And you would think to yourself, well, isn't that a isn't that like a seasonal business? And is there enough traffic? And you know, after someone finds like the one answer or the one thing, are they gonna really want to come back? Well, you're gonna be blown away at some of these numbers and also also some of the content pieces that are being put out there in the marketplace. So what I want to do though, is I want to go through this validation process. I'm going to do it quickly through this episode, but you're going to see exactly what I'm looking at and why. All right. So I'll be skipping around a little bit, um, but I'm going to go ahead and show you exactly what we're doing here. So number one is I need to determine, is there traffic? So what better way is to use a tool or just to kind of do a little bit of digging on your own to see if there's any traffic coming to that website. Now, before we do get to the website, I should mention if I am thinking about a market, and the reason why I discovered this market is because I had an in-ground pool put in two years ago and had a lot of questions. I had a lot of things at the end that I was questioning if it was done properly and all of these things. And so here's just a simple search, okay? How to close in-ground pool for winter. Okay, so I went to Google, all right, went into Google, and I typed that in. Now, look at this. If I just, now, again, if you are uh, listening, you're not seeing this. If I just go into the search bar and put in how to close in-ground pool for winter, and I just kind of stop there, it'll start to auto-populate. And it's auto-populating how to winterize uh, an in-ground saltwater pool, right? How to winterize an in-ground pool with cartridge filter, Right. Blowing out main drain in-ground pool. Uh, what chemicals do you put in pool for winter? How to close a pool permanently? How to close a pool for winter above ground? How much algicide to close pool? Pool closing costs. Those are all questions that just came up from that one simple search, right? And so if I scroll down here, this is like the second position, swimuniversity.com. So I'm going to go ahead and click on that. And then this is the website. Now, the first thing that I notice, and I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, is I'm noticing the very first thing that we're uh, seeing here is, and we call this above the fold, it's like before I have to scroll, is an email opt-in. This is where he's building this email list. How to close an in-ground pool in nine steps. Enter your your email address, subscribe, it's free. And that's it. Now, if I want to keep scrolling, I can come down and read the article. Okay, and so this article is really well done. It's got nice bullet points. And then we have here, frustrated by adding chemicals and trying to keep your pool clear all the time, click here to learn more. Okay, I'll get into that in a minute. I know exactly what that is. Okay, but all this is just useful information. Here's a YouTube video, so we know he's on YouTube. Here's a bunch of different, uh, it looks like links to uh, pH increaser, D, or pH uh, increaser, decreaser, alkalinity increaser, all of the different things that you might need. Then here's an affiliate product, buy now from Amazon. At least I know it's an affiliate product. You wouldn't if you're just searching for this. Clean your pool, number one. Test the water, number two. So I'm not going to go through the whole post, but it's a really, really good post, Okay. So now that I discovered this website by, again, did my search, stumbled on this website, took the website URL, swimuniversity.com, and I come over here to Uber Suggest. Again, if you're listening, I'm just going to Uber Suggest, and that's Neil Patel's tool, and I just type in swimuniversity.com, I hit return, and then from there, it pulls up the data from that website. Now, here's the thing. Whenever you're looking at Uber Suggest, understand that this traffic number is probably low. And the reason why I say that is because 
we've, uh, we've actually seen this in our own stuff that uh, it's really, really low. Uh, it's probably at least 25 or 30% higher than that, even sometimes more. This here says 472,999 people came to that website uh, the last month. Okay. Now, if I hover over top of the graph inside of here, um, I can see 694,000 in August. So that's when it's peaking. September was 731,000, right? So there is a peak and there is a, you know, a little bit more of a dip, but the dip isn't much. If I go in here to February, 472,000, right? So not too bad is I can scroll down here and I can see here, these are the top pages that are bringing in the results. How to vacuum a pool manually, 12,000 visits a month. Uh, how to winterize an above ground pool in 11 steps, 4,818. How to get rid of algae in your pool, 4,423. How to clean a swimming pool the right way, uh, 4,000. And you keep going here. Then I scroll down a little bit further and I see SEO keywords, basically search engine optimization optimized keywords. Pool pumps, variable speed, 5,400. Pool stabilizer, pool salt, pool algicide, automatic pool vacuum. All of these are over 5,000 searches per month. And he's ranking number one for all of these, okay? So getting a ton of traffic from these search terms. Now, let me ask you this real quick. I haven't even gotten into monetization yet. We're just seeing if they got traffic, right? Pool pumps, variable speed. Do you think that if someone's looking for a pool pump variable speed, they might be in the market for a pool pump? Probably, right? So again, that's how you can, and I'll show you an example here in a minute and explain that, all right? So uh, again, this here validates that yes, this is, uh, this is definitely a market that is thriving and it's all on how to or you know, questions, right? So basically all I'm doing here is I'm just finding people in the market. And that's exactly what I did here, right? I found someone, I validated that, yes, there is traffic. They've proven it to me. I validated it through their website, okay? So now, what are the traffic channels, okay? Well, first off, if we go back here to Uber Suggest, you can see that this is pretty much from Google. You can also see the countries, okay, where it's coming from. So 430,000 from the US, Canada is 21,950, Great Britain is 10,097, and Australia is 8,181, right? So I can also look over here on the side, we have Facebook, we have shares, and we have pins or Pinterest, right? So Pinterest also looks like that could be something, but here's how I find these different sources, okay? So the other thing that I can do here is I would go over to YouTube and I would go and look to see if they've got a YouTube channel. And I already know they do because it was inside of the blog post, right? So what I'm going to do here is I am going to uh, start to look through their content. Now, they've only got 29,400. You'd say like, well, Scott, that's not a lot of subscribers. Are they getting any traffic? Well, here's what I do next, okay? I take this here, this page. Now, again, if you're listening, you're not going to see it, but I'll walk you through it. I'm on the homepage, okay? And I can see a video was posted six years ago, and it got 25,691 views, right? Now, if I scroll down a little bit, I can also see that there's, they're active, okay? Six days ago, posted a video, how to keep ducks out of your pool, 1,600 views, six days ago, okay? Four months ago, so they, they didn't post in a while, because these are uploads, these are the most recent ones, um, 1,000 views, right? But here's the deal with content. You can't look at that and go, oh, there's not any, there's not any uh, search traffic there on YouTube, 
but that couldn't be further from the truth. So what we want to do here is we want to click on videos in YouTube. Okay. So if we're on that page, we're going to click on videos. And then from there, I'm going to go to sort by on the right hand side on the YouTube channel. And I'm going to go after most popular. I'm going to click on most popular. And from there, it's going to show me the most popular videos that have been uploaded on this channel. And would you look at that? Seven years ago, a video has a million views. Another video that was done six years ago has 650,000 views. Seven years ago on another video, 614,000 views. 559,000 views four years ago, right? So a year ago, he's got one that had 320,000, 11 common pool maintenance mistakes. Uh, how to close, winterize an in-ground pool, 381,000. So there's hundreds of thousands of views here, and in some cases, a million views. So if you only looked at their most recent videos, you'd be like, oh, they're probably not that good. This validates to me that people are searching for this stuff on YouTube as well. So a great hybrid, and what he's doing is he is taking the content and he's writing about it on his website, on his blog, and then he's creating a short video that's on YouTube, and then he embeds that video on the blog. So we kind of get two different search platforms on two different, you know, two different, two different platforms. But then from there, we get to merge those together and we get to really have a great experience for the user because some want to watch, some want to read. All right. So now let's go back really quickly to the website. Okay. So the first thing that I'm noticing, okay, when I go to the homepage, so I'm on the homepage right now and I see keep your swimming pool and hot tub crystal clear year round. Pool care, hot tub care. So what he's doing here is he's segmenting the audience once it comes to the homepage. Now, not everyone is going to come to the homepage, but if you do, he wants to lead you down the path that you want to go down, okay? So I could select pool, I could select hot tub, or I can just scroll, okay? So the first one here up is what is the perfect pool temperature, right? So if I wanted to click on that, I could. But most of your traffic is going to come from a search that is happening on Google. How to winterize my pool, my in-ground pool, my saltwater pool, right? And that will lead me over to the blog post. But now let's look at one of these posts, okay? Because now I'm going to start looking at, all right, he's got traffic on Google. He's got traffic on YouTube, all right? Now let me go ahead and see if he's monetizing this traffic, all right? So if I go to a beginner's guide, uh, well, let me go into uh, how to winterize an above ground pool. Let's just go into that one because that's where I first landed. And then also, the other thing I want to point out is this right here, okay? And if you're listening, you can't see me, so I'll explain. The minute I went over to this blog post, at the very top, there's how to winterize an above ground pool in 11 steps. He's got a lead magnet there that asks for my email in exchange for that little guide or that little tips guide, right? And then that's how you can build the list, okay? So then from there, once I keep scrolling, I can read this. Why you need to know how to winterize an above ground pool is the, is the headline. And then from there, he writes all about it. Now I'm going to bet, I might be wrong, but there's probably a YouTube video here. Now as I, I'm scrolling here though, I see there's an affiliate product in the swim winter pool cover air pillow, $10.99 buy now from Amazon. That's an affiliate link. Uh, we've got a brush for $9.36. It's an affiliate link. Um, now here's the YouTube video, test pool water, right? So you're testing your pool water. He's got a video there that's going to help with that as well. All right. 
So all of that stuff, super, super important. So now as I keep scrolling, I've got a pool master five-way test kit with case $19 and 99 cents. All right. Now here's another YouTube video pool closing chemicals, right? So he's got another video. So whenever he's creating these little videos, they reside independently on YouTube, but they're also embedded throughout his content. I really, really like what he's doing here. Now, uh, he does have products I found when I was just doing some digging, like some heaters, right? So if I went and let's see if I can search his site. Yeah, let's go ahead and search this because I'm just going to show you how powerful this is. So if I search here for um, heater, right? I just, I'm searching his website because it's, it's a resource now, right? How to buy the best pool heater. So if I'm looking to buy a pool heater and I come here, okay, First off, solar pool heater. So if you want to just use a solar heater, he's got a link that you can go over to more information on that, shows you exactly what it looks like and how everything is done, right? But now we've got gas pool heaters, okay? And now if I scroll down a little bit further, we've got another YouTube video, cheap pool heating. So another way to heat your pool without the expense of buying a gas one. But if you want to buy a gas one, there's a guide that he has there as well, the pool care handbook. Um, so if we scroll down a little bit further, we, sh we should start to see other, um, other product, pool, best pool heaters. Here we go. The Hayward H400 FDN Universal H-Series Low, no um, gas pool heater, right? Or number, whatever. $2,699, okay? That's a lot of money, okay? He's going to get a commission on that, guys. So you have small little affiliate sales and you have bigger affiliate sales. No matter what your market has, there's going to be low, there's going to be mid, and there's going to be high. This is a high one. And anyone that's searching for a pool heater is interested in buying one. And if they come here and they get good information, which this post is well done, I might click on that. And if I do, it goes over to Amazon, which I can buy the product and he'll get credit for it. And on a, almost a $3,000 purchase, you're talking over a couple hundred dollars that you could get in, a, in an affiliate commission for just that. All right, here's another one for $1,256. So now he's just doing a comparison on all of these different pool heaters. Really, really well done. The other thing I want to point out here, another way that he's monetizing is the pool care handbook. All right. So if I click on that, it's going to take me over to his products. He's got two products, by the way. And those products are two handbooks, okay? So the pool care handbook and video course. Frustrated trying to keep your pool clear? Feeling confused about when to add the right chemicals? Get our easy-to-use illustrated ebook and video course to help you take care of your pool so you can spend less time cleaning and more time swimming, right? And if I click on the buy now for $49, I can go ahead and buy that digital book, all right? So that's basically it. It's a sales page for his 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 guides. So now if I go to his products, he's got a products tab, very simple menu too, by the way, it basically just says, uh, pool care, hot tubs, products, search, right? So he's got two handbooks. That's it. Hot tub handbook and video course, pool care handbook and video course. That's it. Okay. Selling it for $49. And I bet he's selling a bunch. Okay. So that's how he's monetizing. So let's go back here to my little, my little list. All right. So is there traffic? The answer is yes. Are there competitors right now that are proving that there is traffic and that they're making uh, sales through this website? The answer is yes. So I validated that. What are the traffic channels? We discovered that it's Google and YouTube, but there's actually one more that I want to point out. If you go to Pinterest and you just do a search for the brand name, you'll find if they're on Pinterest and they have 391,700 monthly viewers. 
So they're getting some traffic there from Pinterest as well. So that's another traffic source. I don't think that's their main traffic source, but it's definitely a traffic source. All right. So again, just throwing that out there. So let's go back to our little sheet here. Okay. So we have what traffic channels. So we identified three of them right now. And then the history, let's go back in time a little bit here. And there's a tool called the Wayback Machine. So if I go into the Wayback Machine and I put in their domain name, I can see when they purchased their domain or when they started publishing. And you can see all the way back on, if you're listening, you can't see this, but I typed in swimuniversity.com in waybackmachine.com and it's giving me all the way back from 2007. The one that I'm looking at here on the screen right now is in 2013 and it shows you what the website looked like all the way back then and how it's evolved over time. All right, so that's the cool thing about it. It also allows us to see how old the site is and then how active the site has been. It looks like started a little bit here, a little bit here, uh, and I'm going through the years, like 2014, 15, 16, really started taking off in 17. But I think because he probably put more effort in in 2017, 18, and, and 19, right? So that's the reason why uh, it was it's starting to get more momentum, probably because he started focusing on creating more content on a regular basis and got really serious about it. Um, so that's what I wanted to share with you there on the Wayback Machine, which is a pretty cool free tool. Um, now, list building, we already talked about that, but he is capturing leads. And the way that he's doing it is by giving away 11 tips in a guide. Yours also could be, and there's another guy that I've used as an example that's in the woodworking uh, business. Uh, and what he does is he gives away the ultimate tool guide and he gives videos explaining all of the different tools and the pros and cons. And all of them are uh, his affiliate links inside of the guide. So it's a pretty cool way to also monetize on the back end. Now, again, you want to be upfront with people when you do have affiliate links in there. Um, but that's basically how he's doing all of this as far as traffic and then monetization. And um, so he's definitely, definitely rolling with this thing. All right. So the last thing that I want to talk about is the products being sold, which I already kind of talked about that, but his main, main traffic source, or I'm sorry, his main revenue source to me appears to be probably his guides and his affiliate offers. He is not running any ads on this site. Okay. So a lot of times I'll look to see if there's any ads running on the site and there isn't any. Okay. And the reason why he's probably choosing not to do that is because he wants to focus more on his affiliate offers and on his own digital products. And that's totally fine. But if he wants to turn on ads, he can do it with literally a couple of minutes of setting it up, getting approved, which he would get approved for ad thrive. And on this much traffic, he'd probably be making at a minimum between like five and $7,000 from just ads. Okay. So I, would probably guess he's making quite a bit more than that right now from this website. Um, so again, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. He's choosing to do affiliate products and also uh, his own digital products, but only two, only two digital products. All right. So again, just recapping here, is there traffic? Yes. We went through the whole process on how to figure that out. The, the competition, we figured out that to give us a little bit of proof through a website uh, what traffic channels, we already went through that. 
And then we looked at the history by looking at the Wayback Machine and seeing exactly when it started, but also how it's evolved over time. List building, yes, there's plenty of ways that we can build a list. They've already validated that for us. And another little tip here is it would be a good idea if you found someone in your market that is doing list building, is join the, the uh, email list and see how they're communicating, see how they're following up with you as a subscriber. And then the last thing is, are products being sold? And the answer is absolutely yes. And a lot of them aren't even his, they're affiliate products. All right. So this was a niche drill down. Hopefully you've got value from this. It got your, your wheels spinning here. But again, this doesn't have to be in a hobby niche, although it will work very well in a hobby niche. Um, but you just have to know how to validate and really really know what to look for when you're doing these drill downs. All right. So again, if you're interested in having us help you during this process to build out your brand and to building something that gets its own traffic through assets that you build, build an email list, all of that stuff, and find ways to monetize, not just through selling your own physical product, definitely head on over to brandcreators.com. Depending on when you're listening to this, you can join Brand Creators Academy for a short period of time. We're open for enrollment. April 6th, and uh, we're open through the 11th, and then from there, we'll be working with our brand creators, and if you're tuning into this after the fact, still go to brandcreators.com. There's a free resource there for you. It is a brand growth validation checklist, which walks you through this process, plus I've got two more examples that I share with you um, through that process, and then uh, also, you'll be able to get that uh, checklist that takes you through this entire process. All right, guys, so brandcreators.com if you're interested. Hopefully, this has been helpful to you, and if you have any questions, uh, you can always, if you're on uh, YouTube, you can always hit me up there, or you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can ask your question there. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you, but you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go get them. <laughs>